Hi, I'm Serena Vincent, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, hello, welcome to On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This is episode 329 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and Serena Vincent is going to be joining us this week. She was... Uh, guest starring in all kinds of TV shows that you might have seen her on, Bones, Two and a Half Men, Californication, and the list goes on and on. But you might remember her as the Yellow Galaxy Power Ranger. Remember her from those days. And she's got a new movie out called Monica, and uh, it's, it's a great film. So check it out. We're going to be talking about that and a whole lot more Serena's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond, but until then, we're, of course, going to go through our remakes and everything. And if you have a chance to like us on Facebook or go ahead and listen to us on iTunes and be sure to leave a little uh, you know, review there for us, and way more people will hear about us. And if you get a chance, send us your suggestion of a guest that you'd like to have here at On Screen and Beyond at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about getting that person on for you. So, coming up uh, next week, uh, this actually this week right here, uh, I'll be heading out to the California Independent Film Festival out in Moraga and also in Orinda and in San Francisco. It's going to be in three locations. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you're heading out that way or if you're in that area, be sure to check it out. It's a, we have a great time every time we go. And if you see me, say hi. I'd love to meet you. And what do you say? It's time. Remake Madness is next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, the, a remake of the Argentinian thriller The Secret in Their Eyes, which won Best Foreign Language Film in 2010, is in the works. And Julia Roberts is set to star in it. So it sounds like that'll be a good one. And Super Troopers 2 is in the works. And it's using a Kickstarter campaign to make it happen. Let's see what happens with that one. And Spielberg and Oprah. Two people, we just have to give you one name on them, are working together once again. Of course, they recently worked on uh, The 100-Foot Journey. But uh, this time, they're looking to remake the story of Hansel and Gretel. Now, <laughs> I don't know what it is with Hansel and Gretel. Everybody seems to be remaking that. So we'll see what they do with it. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, it looks like George Clooney will direct Hack Attack. Now, this is a story about the defunct tabloid news of the world. Remember that one? And it was after everything with the cell phone hacking that went on and the scandals that went on when they were trying to get into the cell phones of the 9-11 victims and everything. So, uh, you know, Clooney keeps hitting out these, these uh, political and dramatical things. So we'll see what he does with that one. And 2015, it looks like Christopher Lloyd will star in The Bolt Builder. It's a drama about an angry old mariner and an unwanted young orphan who form a bond while building a boat. Check that one out. And Tom Felton and Christopher Walken will star in Fangs of War, a 
as a team of Allied commandos are led into Nazi-occupied Transylvania to rescue a comrade, but they find that there are more than Nazis in Castle Dracula. That's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. It's taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequel City, well, the lives of Frozen's Anna and Elsa will continue in Frozen Fever. It's an animated short this time, which will keep people interested as, you know, until the full sequel arrives. And uh, you can look for that short in the spring of 2015 during one of Disney's movies, I'm sure. And MacGruber 2 is rumored to be in the works, Will Fort says... An outline has been written. Time will tell if it ever gets made. And another rumored sequel has Wesley Snipes reprising his role in Blade. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD. December 9th, Barney Miller Season 6 will arrive on DVD. And be sure to check our past reruns here at On Screen and Beyond. And we have uh, Barney Miller himself, Hal Linden, as a guest in our past episodes. So be sure to check that out. Also on December 9th, Heart to Heart Season 3 lands on DVD with star Robert Wagner and Stephanie Powers. Both, once again, former guests here at On Screen and Beyond. You can still hear those episodes with them talking about their careers in our rerun section at onscreenandbeyond.com. And on December 2nd, Gunsmoke, the 11th season, Volume 1 and 2, rides onto DVD. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD on November 11th, How to Train Your Dragon 2 flies into stores. And Tammy with Melissa McCarthy arrives on November 11th also. And November 25th, Tyler Perry's A Medea's Christmas will come our way on Blu-ray and DVD. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next, on On Screen and Beyond, it is TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, it looks like uh, a spinoff of The Walking Dead is in the works over at AMC. You know, could this be the beginning of The Walking Dead Miami, Walking Dead Los Angeles, Walking Dead Las Vegas, you know, just et cetera and all that? We'll see what happens with that. And rumors are out that a possible Supergirl TV series is in the works. We'll keep you informed on those. That is it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen to Beyond, it is birthday time. <laughs> Celebrity birthday time. Okay, here we go. September 7th, actress Susan Blakely, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turned 65. Corbin Bernstein, 
turns 59. And on September 8th, Pink turns 34. September 9th, Adam Sandler turns 47. Hugh Grant, 53. Angela Cartwright, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 61. September 10th, look for Arnold Palmer. He's going to be swinging his golf clubs at 84. And Colin Firth turns 53. September 11th, Harry Connick Jr. turns 46. Christy McNichol turns 51. September 12th, Jason Statham turns 46. Linda Gray, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 73. And on September 13th, Ben Savage turns 33. Tyler Perry turns 44. And Richard Keel, past guest at On Screen and Beyond, turns 74. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. Now, Celebrities who are listeners here at On Screen and Beyond. If you'd like to have your birthday or a friend's birthday said here on On Screen and Beyond, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And we will, uh, you know, if you give us enough time, we'll have it ahead of time. And we will put it on here at On Screen and Beyond. So, this week we got a couple. September 9th, Karen M. from New York, New York. is uh, Didn't want to say, I guess, how old she was turning. But on September 12th, Arnold in Hamburg, Germany turns 52. That is it for birthdays, celebrity birthdays here at On Screen and Beyond. Now... We have a great guest coming your way. Serena Vincent is going to be joining us. She was uh, one of the past Power Rangers, Yellow Galaxy Rangers. And uh, she was also in a whole bunch of guest starring roles on all kinds of TV shows. And she's got a new film out called Monica coming out to DVD here. And uh, that's coming out on September 9th. So be sure to check that one out. Serena's going to be talking about that. A whole lot more. She's a great guest right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is an actress who was Maya the Power Rangers Yellow Galaxy Ranger back in the day. And she also has guest starred on many TV shows including Bones, Two and a Half Men, and Californication. And in the movies, you've seen her in Not Another Teen Movie and Cabin Fever, just to mention a few. On September 9th, she stars in Monica on DVD and VOD. It's Serena Vincent. Serena, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Now, Serena, I've seen the movie, and i got to say, you are badass on that movie. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I worked, I worked really hard on that. I went through Stephen R. Monroe, our director, uh, put me through a lot of gun training, and, um, you know, I, uh, I, I worked really hard at, at being a badass. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate it. Now, you've done a lot of different TV shows and movies and everything. Was this a different role from anything you've done in the past, being a badass like that? Yes, it was. I mean, I feel like I've played different versions of that, of, like, you know, I've done a lot of horror movies and a lot of thrillers and mm -hmm. things, so I've definitely been the damsel in distress or the stereotypical bitchy girl in the horror movie that, you know, dies eventually. Right. <laughs> so I feel like those are elements of those characters that um, are in Monica, but um, the, the, the character Monica, but, but she uh, takes it to a whole different level. So, you know, I, I have never played um, a character quite like that. She's also, Stephen Monroe, the director, wanted her to be very stoic and emotionless mm -hmm. and... Um, 
And that was actually a challenge for me. My instincts were to play her a bit more, well, emotional. Um, but she's just one of those girls that keeps it all bottled up inside and takes it out with her gun. <laughs> well, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I I don't want to give away too much of the movie because uh, it, it's one of those movies that it, it's like like a tennis match. It's it's one minute it's here, then it's there, then it's there, then it's back and forth, and it's like you never really know what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. So Stephen definitely takes it on, takes you on a ride in, in the film, and you you aren't quite sure where you're at. You aren't quite sure if you're in the past or in the present or in the future, and um. There's a supernatural element to it, so I think that plays a, a part in um, yeah. in the in the tennis match, as you as you said. Yeah, it it just uh, you know it, it keeps you involved because you're you're never sure if what you think is going to happen happens, and it's a fun movie to watch. Right, it's been likened to like the an action thriller version of Memento. Mm-hmm. What got you involved with the film? Well, I'd worked with Stephen Monroe before on a few films, and, God, I guess like almost 10 years ago now, he sent me the script, and we were going to get the film made, and then it didn't happen, and then we were going to do it again, and it didn't happen. So I was attached to the project for a few years, and then um, he sent it to me again, and we almost got it made, and then I actually helped um, secure the finance, some of the financing for the film, so... Mm -hmm. I was a co-exec producer on it, and, and, and we got it done. So it's it one of those projects that I've been attached to for quite a while, and I was really in love with the role, and it's just a matter of the right time and the right people coming together to get it done. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to say that the cast, I mean, we have a really great cast. Oh, Lisa yeah. Mattel and um, Andrew Howard, Jeff Branson, Elisa uh, Donovan, who's one of my really good friends, um, and Jason Wiles is the lead. You know, we've got some really, really, really talented actors in this film. Oh, yeah. Well, in fact, when I started watching the film, I, I, I didn't know who was in it besides you, because that's, you know, you were the one I was going to be interviewing, and, and I watched it, and, and uh, C. Thomas has actually been a guest here on the show. and uh, so has Oh, great. He, and Elise has been, too. Oh, she's one of my best friends. Yeah, Yay. so when you were making the film... Uh, you say you went for training for shooting guns. Had you ever had any training like that before? Yeah, um, I grew up, actually, in the desert in Nevada, ironically, because that's where the film is set. Um, so, I mean, you know, my family has guns. My dad has guns. It's like it's an interesting topic, actually, to talk about right now with everything that's going on in the world. Mm. Um, so, you know, my dad used to take a shooting as kids. So I, I definitely knew sort of how to shoot, but I, was, I never really liked it. I wasn't really comfortable with guns. I'm... I never want one, you know, or, or ever wanted one. And that was something that Stephen was adamant, adamant about. He was like, if you're going to play this role, you have to be comfortable with a gun. Mm -hmm. And so I did. I went through some serious training, and by the end, I was. Like, it, I find shooting fun now. I get it. Yeah, well, I find it interesting when uh, an actor or an actress is doing a film, and they do something like that that they don't usually do. And, and you really have to look confident for what you were doing, you know, you, when you're shooting like that, you know, you couldn't fake it because, no. you know, I mean, mm -hmm. you really look like you knew what you were doing with those two guns. No, I did. I did know what I was doing. I do know what I'm doing now. I didn't when I started. But, right. you know, I, you go through a month of uh, at a gun range, you know, um, you know, and 
hundreds and hundreds of bullets, you, you get pretty comfortable pretty quick. I'm also a fast learner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, you pulled it off well. And I because... did come with, like, you know, again, like, my father has guns. Like, I did grow up shooting, and so I, I did start with a little bit of knowledge. And I've shot guns in movies before, but not nothing quite like the stuff I had to do with Monica. Like, I had to shoot two guns at a time, and, you know, I, I, I really did that. Those were real, so... Mm-hmm. You were one of the executive producers also on it, am I correct? Well, no, I was a co-exec, no, a co-producer on it. I, I, I basically helped put the right people together to get the film made and the financing uh, together. I see, okay. Because yeah, there's so many different aspects of making a film, and I never, you know, the people that watch them, like me, we don't really know all... <laughs> All the, you know, there's executive well, producers and producers and, and exe- right. Well, an executive producers, th- that title usually means someone has put in money for the film. So I didn't put in money for the film. I I I I I knew people who who wanted to invest in film, and so you know, you put the right people together, the right investors with the right companies, the right script with the right director with the right actors, and um, and then you have a movie. So I was a part in in that and piecing it together. Mm-hmm. So you say you worked with this director before? Stephen Monroe, yeah. I worked with him a few times. I did a movie called Complacent with him. It's a drama um, that um, I really, really, really love that film. Um, I don't know if anybody saw it. <laughs> where you can find it, actually, maybe um, on iTunes, I think. Um, um, I also did a movie with him called It Waits, which is a... Um, a sort of a creature thriller um, that did really well, like, for the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, okay. And um, another sort of Sci-Fi Channel monster movie we did um, years ago. So I worked with him a few times. Mm-hmm. Was acting what you always wanted to do when you were a little girl? It's interesting. That's a really good question. Um, I grew up a dancer. My mother was a ballet teacher, so I grew up with a dance studio in the back of my house. So I always had that sort of entertainment bug, and I, you know, I used to go out into the dance studio on weekends with my cousins, and we would make up like plays and and like songs and dances and you know mm-hmm. different costumes and costume changes, and we'd make tickets and sell them to the family, and like <laughs> with this whole production, like that's what I did for fun as a kid, and yeah. and then I was also part of um. A theater ensemble in, I grew up in Las Vegas, in Las Vegas called the Rainbow Company. And, um, so I grew up as a kid, like, with knowledge of what it's like to at least put a, a production, a stage play on and, you know, make costumes and the lighting and makeup and, and, and acting, of course, and all of those things. Um, then in high school, I started doing high school plays, and then I and, and I also started doing like community theater around the the, the you know the um, the city, mm-hmm. and and I started doing a little bit of modeling, and then that led into me doing a little bit of commercial work. But this was all, of course, before I was eighteen, and then. Um, I moved to L.A. and I started college and I really didn't know, I I knew I wanted to do this for a living, but I didn't know how. I didn't have any money. I didn't know anybody. I I came out to Hollywood totally naive and um, I started college, entered a theater program, and long story longer short, (laughs) I was um, within like 
a couple weeks I had an agent and I was auditioning and like booking a little job. So it all just sort of sort of worked out. Um, so that was a really long answer to a, a short question, but so the answer is yes. I always felt like I wanted this what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to get there. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and um, you know, just like anything in life you want. It's a lot of hard work, a lot of patience, there's a lot of rejection. But when you're working and working on something that like means something to you, there's mm. no nothing better. Yeah, yeah. But it, it must be hard, though. You have to really have tough skin to be an actor and actress, right? I think so, yeah. You definitely can't. You de- I, I think it's important to be grounded. I, I, You know, this is not, this acting does not define me. My career does not define me. I, I come from, like, a really large, loving Italian family. <laughs> and um, I have an abundance of, wonderful friends and I you know I love my life outside of my work but I also really love my work so I feel like that uh, people that are just starting out in this business or other actors that are really successful that only gauge their happiness on if they're working or not mm-hmm. have a really hard time because there's a lot of times in the business where you're not working right. and um, if you're only happy when you're working and you're and, and you realistically only work six months out of the year, you know, um, that that's a lot of time to be unhappy. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you have to have thick skin, but I also think it's just important to like have other things that you love and know that you can't sit around and wait for the phone to ring. You need to create work, right. you know, create work for other actors. And I write and shoot stuff on the weekends with my friends, and there's always a way to to perform if, if you really want to. Yeah. Well, that's a, one of the interesting things I found out when I was doing my research for this interview. Uh, you're a writer. You're, you, you write books, right? Yeah. I wrote a book series, um, um, How to Eat Like a Hot Chick, How to Love Like a Hot Chick, and Live Like a Hot Chick. I co-wrote with my partner, Jody Lipper. And we also have a little book, uh, mini book online called Girlfriends that you can, um, it's on Amazon, you can buy it for a dollar. Um, yeah, the Girlfriend to Girlfriend advice book, silly, sassy, sexy, funny, irreverent, inspiring books for women, um, where we give girlfriend to girlfriend advice on anything and everything you can possibly think of. Wow. And they did really well. So they came out a few years ago, um, and, uh, Jody's still writing other books, and I'm working on other projects myself, but together we had a blast with that series. Hmm. So do you have any books coming out anymore of your, not, that you're writing? Uh, not right now, not in the moment. Yeah. Not in the moment. We're both working on different things, but uh, not right now. Yeah. As far as the writing part, is that something that has to hit you? All of a sudden, an idea comes to you, and then you write, or is it just... Oh, my God. I have, like, 15 things started. Really? Like, I have, or more. <laughs> I have, like, three books started and, like, five screenplays and a web series. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, things hit me all the time. It's just a matter of being able to have to carve out the time to finish them. Right, yeah. You know, it's, it takes... And, and the space and the quiet and mm-hmm. the non-distraction. It's like just in this business, just when you think you have like a moment to sit down and write, the phone rings and you have an audition and you have like four hours to learn 10 pages of dialogue, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and 
so it's, it's, it's never a dull moment. So um, I think that every writer's struggle is trying to figure out when you're going to actually do it. I have fantasies of locking myself in a in a cabin for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> now, was the Power Rangers one of the first roles that you got? It was. It was my first series regular role. It wasn't my first role that I ever did, but it was my first series regular role. And I was young and green, and I had no idea what I was doing, really. But um, that's not true. I, I, I actually did. But yeah, it was one of the first um, series. And, you know, I, I didn't even really understand what I was getting myself into and in, in the sort of world I was I was going to be a part of when I... Um, when I when I started the show, but you know, it was the number one kids show in the world. Right, there are yeah. a lot of Power Ranger fans, and they're absolutely adorable. I love every one of them. Yeah. Well, you know, myself, I I never had, was into the Power Rangers and everything, but uh, the following for Power Rangers is incredible. <laughs> it's massive. Yeah, it's massive. There's something about it being, a, you know, kids. You know, you're you're a superhero to to kids mm-hmm. and um there there's obviously something there that that uh, works in the colors something about the colors i think kids identifying with their favorite color and i don't, I don't know it it um it's interesting it's interesting to me too are you ever involved in any of the conventions they have yeah i do i do i am i i i've been doing a few more of them this year actually there's been sort of a resurgence of I used to just do, like, horror conventions, and, you know, people like to talk about Cabin Fever and mm-hmm. some of the other horror movies that I've done. But um, I definitely uh, noticed a big resurgence of Power Rangers and Power Ranger fans, yeah. like, as of late. Isn't it something like one of the anniversaries uh, the, 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 since it's beginning? It is. They did a 20th anniversary episode where they actually invited me back to do the show, but... I really wanted to do it. I wanted to do it for the fans, but mm-hmm. um, uh, the production was non-union, and I can't, you know, do non-union uh, work. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. most actors count. I think a lot of the actors that did do the reunion show aren't really acting a whole hell of right. a lot anymore. Mm-hmm. So it was fine for them, or they they worked it out. But yeah, it didn't make sense for me. I would have lost. I need to do it. Oh, but <laughs> there's no sense in that. That's it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. You know, I wanted to though. Just yeah. so you know, fans, I wanted to. <laughs> now, all the <laughs> all the the movies and TV shows that you've done is. Do you have a particular favorite that you you know really enjoyed doing? Gosh, I really I can't pick a favorite. I just am like as an actor going back to like the beginning of what when we were talking about. You just love to work. I mean, I have things that, like, I wish I wouldn't have done, or you know, things that aren't weren't necessarily my my favorite. But I can't pick a favorite. I, I mm-hmm. you know, I, I just did an episode of Californication, and I had so much fun on that show. It's a great show. Oh yeah, yeah. I did an episode of Workaholics, and those guys are comedic geniuses. I had a blast on that show. I mean, I had a blast playing Monica and. And sort of, and you know, Stephen Monroe, the director, <laughs> our director, made me go platinum blonde for that role. So I was like really a crazy platinum blonde for like, I don't know, six months of my life. And you know that that 
that was interesting. I just did this little film called Broken Memories, a, a small part. It's a drama uh, directed by Michael Worth. And where I got the... It's about Alzheimer's, and mm-hmm. it's a really beautiful family story, and I got to play, like, a real girl from the country who's, like, the sister of this kid, of this guy who's taking care of our dying father, and it was, like, really emotional. I mean, I, you just as an actor, you have fun sinking your teeth into anything good. Yeah. So now I can't pick a favorite. <laughs> but yeah. I am grateful for Cabin Fever. Like, holy, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that movie, you know, put me on the map in the horror genre, and those fans are so loyal and wonderful. And I am really grateful for a lot of my work. Everybody Wants to Be Italian was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. A romantic comedy that I did. So... Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you like mixing it up as opposed to, you know, being always, uh, you know, sci-fi or always horror or, you know, whatever type of movie? Yeah, absolutely, I do. Um, I love to mix it up, you know. I, I think every actor is typecast in some way. Right, oh, yeah. There's just no, there's just no way around that, and mm-hmm. I definitely am. But, um, but yes, I, I, lo- I mean, I would love to you know, do more edgy, interesting roles and, and get seen for something other than I'm, you know, usually seen. You know, I think as I get older, I will, you know, um, so, and I am getting older. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, um, are, there, are there any other roles that you have coming up that uh, you can let us know about? Um, yeah, well, I, I also, I want to talk about, I wrote and uh, produced um, with my uh, partner, Anna Kamarks. Um, she's another fabulous actress. Um, uh, PSAs for the California Drought. And they're, like, scripted, irreverent, really funny, um, raunchy PSAs for the California Drought. And um, there's six of them, and they'll be coming out soon um, on the YouTube channel. And, like, we're going to release them on Funny or Die. And they're a lot of fun, and I think fans will have a good time watching some of their favorite actors in them, because I'm in a few, but we also cast them out to a lot of other really cool actors. Um, So you can look out for that, and um, there's a big horror comedy coming out next year called Kitchen Sink from Sony that I I have a little cameo in. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh Uh-huh, and uh, like I said, I just finished this drama um, with uh, about Alzheimer's, which has been, right. which was really great. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Serena, I want to finish up with two final questions. Uh, taking us away from your acting and everything, when you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh, really good question. Okay, favorite TV shows now is Girls on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Favorite TV show of the past is. Um, the Sopranos was um, uh, my all-time favorite, and then also David Lynch's. Um, oh my God! Twin Peaks. What's David Lynch's Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's TV movies now. Gosh, I am so lame. I haven't been to the movies in so long. Um, I guess my favorite movie I've seen recently would be. Uh, I really enjoyed. Um, Oh my God! What's one with Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, the the Wolf of Wall Street story. Wolf of Wall Street. I really enjoyed Wolf of Wall Street, especially because it's based on a true story. Um, that, that, that was a good one. Um, 
I'm behind on a lot of film, but my favorite movies of the past is a lot. Princess Bride, all-time favorite. Uh, Jaws, Ghostbusters, um, um, Indiana Jones. Those were like my go-to. I watched 100,000 times over and over as a Mm. kid movie. Yeah, we just had Serena. uh, We just had... Yeah, we just had um, Susan Baccalini, uh, who was the first in, in Jaws at the opening scene with the girl who gets chewed up by the shark at the beginning. Oh, yeah. She was oh, just on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how fun. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's cool. Well, Serena, I want to thank you so much for taking the time, and I, I uh, you know, want everybody to go out and be sure to watch your new film that's coming out on September 9th. It's called Monica, and I didn't know if it was called Monica before I watched the <laughs> watched the film. I figured it had some, you know, cl- some real fancy name to it, but it's it's Monica <laughs> with a K. It's just Mon- it's just Monica with a K, and um, yeah, people can order it up. Seeing it's at Walmart and. Um, and uh, Amazon and uh, Video On Demand, and then um, tweet me and tell me what you think. Um, I'm at Serena Vincent, and um, yeah, thank you so much. It was really great. A big thank you goes out to Serena Vincent for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Thank her so much for taking the time to share that with us, all she did. And uh, also, be sure to check out her latest film coming out to DVD on September 9th. It's called Monica. Now that's M-O-N-I-K-A. And it's available in stores, also I'm sure online. And be sure to check it out. She is I don't want to mess with her. <laughs> That's all I can say is I don't want to mess with her. And uh, Serena, thank you so much, and we appreciate it. And if you have a suggestion for a guest, be sure to email me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I will see if I can get that person on for you. And there's just so many fascinating stories out there, and I sometimes don't think of the same people, but I want you to help me out with that. And uh, it's uh, just... Our way of uh, getting more people on here, getting more people to listen at On Screen and Beyond, and be sure to tell a friend uh, all over the world. want to thank everybody who's listening to us here, and I also want to thank the, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Australia has moved into second place of all the listeners around the world. They are now second place. It was Germany for a while. It was China for a while. Uh, U.S. is, of course, the uh, the first one. But, uh, you know, that's where I'm from. So uh, we get a lot of listeners from here. But uh, all over the world, people are listening. And we thank you very much. And I hope you continue to listen. Tell a friend. Get more and more people to hear about these uh, fascinating people who have such great stories about how they started in their careers as actors and actresses and singers and, and all of the things we've been talking to about different people. And we thank you very much for checking us out. Well, I guess that is just about it. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, and also be sure to leave us a review at iTunes. That'll help more people hear about On Screen and Beyond. And also, I want to remind you that if you are having a birthday, or a friend, or a relative is having a birthday, and you'd like me to mention it here at On Screen and Beyond during our birthday segment, send it to me. The information, who, what, where... And if you want how old they are, some some people don't want us saying how old they are. That's just that they're having a birthday, and that's fine. Whatever you're comfortable with, send it to me, and we'll see about getting you on here at On Screen and Beyond. 
So, that's a wrap for this week. Until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Thank you.